0: We're not quite at the point where you expect to have follow through in this market if it starts to rally short-term trading. We are at the point where the dumbest money, and I say they're not dumb, they're just they're just shallow pocketing. I'm the dumbest money, right? Starts to pile in on the short side. The Good afternoon. It's 1 p.m. We're recording at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. This is the Arcadia Economic Silver Fix. I'm Vince Lancey, your host, uh, on behalf of Chris Marcus and the rest of the Arcadia team. Today, we have a big week ahead of us in terms of trading. Doesn't necessarily translate in a big week for stackers or people who care about that, but uh, we want to go through this. Because an opportunity could really come up this week. Really come up. You've got two events. Then we'll go through the week quickly. You've got the BRICS meeting from the 22nd through the 24th. Call it the 22nd through the 25th. for Based on you know U.S. calendar, 22nd at midnight, 25th, that type of thing. Um, and uh, you've got Jackson Hole, right? So Jackson Hole is going to start on Friday. And that'll be... That'll make it for a long week. Uh, Traders won't be going home early. Uh, What I'd like to do is go over quickly three things. Uh, I did a lot of content on silver this week. And so I'm going to, rather than start from scratch, I'm going to give you some important things that I think we should all be focusing on with regards to silver. Uh, Not so much the price is going to go up or price is going to go down, but regards regards to it's, its role in the big picture, uh, and and how the markets have been kind of uh, uh, how market structure manipulates silver. All right, so we're going to go through the following very quickly. Silver Eagle comment: Michael Lynch uh, of the Dgens put out a very nice little analytical piece, uh, drilling down into uh, the backstory on why uh, American uh, silver eagles are so expensive. And when he did that, he triggered something that we knew about, but we're missing that final piece, the BlackRock piece. And uh, well, we have a nice story on that for you. If you want to see how, not why, uh, how the market is cooked uh, against price going up. And if price does go up, it goes up for you, the buyer, not for them, the manufacturer. They pass it on through legitimate and uh, and nefarious ways. Second thing I want to comment on is the silver market. We are in a bottoming process now, and you're going to start seeing uh, the, the dealers are getting long, they're less short, and those are reasons to be bullish. Yeah, okay, yes. I'm not going to pour water on that, but I'm going to say it is time to pay attention. It is not time to you know shoot all your bullets. And then uh, I want to touch on the bricks comment, and I figured out how to use YouTube. And I say that because that's for everyone's benefit, not for my benefit. I'm going to take I did a two hour conversation uh, yesterday uh, on uh, gold and then on the bricks history and why what's gonna happen or why it's gonna happen. You know, what 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 could happen? All right, so quick and to the point. the Silver Eagle comment, all right, the whole story on Silver Eagle premiums. Silver Eagle premiums, uh, I'm really, really not going to do Michael's work justice here, but I want to I want to touch on it. The Silver Eagle premiums went up because demand outstripped supply. And supply went down because the Department of Treasury stopped making them when they should. Now, uh, there is a mandate to satisfy demand with supply. And, you know, if you're a strict interpreter of the law, uh, you could say that the Department of Treasury was... Uh, uh uh remiss or, or negligent in their duty. And and you'd be right. Uh but the reality of it is the law was rewritten and they now have this discretion to decide what is and what isn't in the market's best they have all the discretion. It's like you know, they have the final say on their own on what the actual marketplace says. So it's cooked. That's cooked. That's the marketplace being cooked. Uh and uh Michael uh noticed that uh Michael did some work on that about I don't know two, three months ago, and then he did a little more drilling into it, pardon the pun, and he found out that uh, BlackRock, which controls the uh, SLB contract, and also uh, a fabricator in the US, um, uh, may be involved directly or indirectly, intentionally or coincidentally, uh, in uh, the price being kept at a certain level and letting the the differential the real price be uh, uh, expressed in the premium in the American Service Eagles. So the coin really was the price of silver. You know what I mean? And the price of silver was being kept down. And, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And you can look at it any way you want to, but but the, the bottom line is price discovery comes out in the long run. Uh, and when the when when people in charge can't control the price from coming out, they seek to push it off of them. And so companies like BlackRock are passing their cost on to you. See how that works? They're just doing it in a way that's probably very questionable. All right. So that's that's a bad summary of, of what he wrote there. Uh, but but uh, I want you to know that and I'll give you this as well. I want you to know this started in 2020. In March 2020, uh, during COVID, metal refiners in the EU were northern. A lot of them were in northern Italy. And they had to shut down because of COVID, whether they wanted to or not. And uh, at the same time, the US, the Department of Treasury, right, was stocking up on uh, silver for coin demand. And the, the thing is, the coin that the US uses, the government uses, has to be US uh, silver. Uh, but really what it's sourced over in in London because that's where the refiners are. And so the refiners shut down, they couldn't get the silver over here fast enough, and you had that disastrous backwardation in silver and gold uh, in the futures. Anyway, long story short, uh, uh, the Department of Treasury did this. And uh, uh, so I'm telling you that that's why they backed off on future supply, uh, but they did not recognize, they weren't thinking about demand and supply economically they're not economists they're morons or worse they're not morons they don't care so supply and demand they restricted supply because they thought if we don't make it there won't be demand and the price won't go up got it that's what happened right but that's because they were ignoring demand and the demand side said no we want it the demand's not going away. And so the existing eagles went up in price. Now, there was other stuff going on. Refiners and smelters and blank makers were all, and wholesalers were all kind of gouging things a little bit. They probably still are. But the bottom line is the eagles weren't readily available and supply was greatly diminished for 2023. And that's going to change. Uh, so what happened? What happened? Well, equal prices reflect the real price of silver. You know, I mean, m- minus a couple of dollars, uh, and um, and uh, the uh, the futures market remained subdued. So the government's like, duh, uh, the price of silver is fine. Look at the market, and and the uh, and then the public, like Michael and the DJs are like, you know, dude, we're paying ten dollars over for 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 eagles. This is ridiculous. And the government doesn't hear the public. The government only hears what the corporations say to them. And the corporations say, ah, silver's okay. Silver's fine. Look at the price. It's fine, right? Right. But that's because they're making the money at the refinery level, selling at the higher premium. So the government feels like they're doing their job, right? Right? The public is getting fucked, as usual. And the middleman the refiner in this case, or the, or the blank maker, or maybe, you know, or the smelter or whatever, whatever term we're using now, that person is profiting there there. That's how it works. Okay. So, so I wrote a whole article on this and, and I go through the history of it, but I wanted to convey that to you. That's called market structure that at each segment of the market, the supply chain, right at each segment of the supply chain, there's a toll booth or an intersection or potential friction and whoever controls that toll booth determines price, and that's what happened and uh final note to, to not be so anti i'm not anti-american Silver eagles silver eagles and 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 uh, um, royal canadian maples should trade at a premium to everything else your beloved buffaloes your spider-man coins i don't care and the reason for that is because they are globally recognized And the reason they traded a premium is not because it's better silver. It's not, it's called, it's called liquidity premium. If you need to sell your silver and you have American Eagles and you have uh, uh, RCMs, you're going to be able to trade it right away and get out. I need to sell it. Here it is. Oh yeah, I know that. He's going to do it. But if you go to them with a more numismatic, type of product yes it's worth the silver and maybe more because of the uh, of the uh, the rarity of it but it's not so easy to liquidate because people are like oh, i haven't seen one of these in a while let me check in my book and they you know they they, they give you a low ball you and that's how it works that's why eagles and um rcms should trade at a premium so when eagles were spiking I knew that something was wrong because of the story I just told you. But I also said to myself, you know what, maybe this won't come back. And so I bought a monster box a, a couple of years ago when it started happening. I bought, I bought um, but RCMs $4 over, $4 over spot. When Eagles were $10 over spot, I'm like, this is stupid. You know, RCMs and Eagles are almost the same thing uh, in terms of the liquidity premium. They're not the same thing in terms of price. I said, you know what? I want to buy. I'm going to buy RCMs. Anyway, so that's basically it. Um, Keep that in mind. Second thing, silver market comment. I'll make short work of this. The silver market comment, we're at a place we were last time, a year before. You have a marketplace that is setting up for a vicious spike higher. Ridiculous. But we're not there yet. Now, we could get a spike higher, but that won't be it. The vicious spike higher comes for this reason. It comes because between August and the end of October, investment funds, hedge funds, passive investors tend to be biased to sell precious metals and stocks. And they do that to raise money for taxes. This is how early they do it. Uh, and and even when they're not selling, there's no new money coming in to buy, and so the market is kind of weighed on. When that starts to happen, like it did last year in April, but it started happening in April because of the Fed. When I saw it to happen last year in August, uh, in for silver and gold, the market starts to drop, and then the wildebeests, the salmon, the the uh, the sheep start to get in, and that's the CTAs. It's going down because it's going down. It's going to go down more. Therefore, I sell it and they start to sell it. Now, if you remember last year, and I may have actually broadcast this with you guys last year, uh, at least indirectly. Last year, the market got to a low and, 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 then the market, and then the market stabilized. And then the shorts just kept selling and selling and selling and pushing it down. But the EFP went up. And that's because there was, this is about the time the coin blank buyer was there. Uh, the, the, the coin buyer was there last year. And and the physical side was like, we're just buying it. So they were buying it at a price on the physical side higher than where the futures were trading, which is the, 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 uh, the definition of a short term broken market and should and can resolve into a short squeeze. It resolved into a short covering rally, not a short squeeze. So how did it resolve? This is what happened last year. You had three little ones. You had a, you had a Starting in like September, you had one that went up. You had a, a nasty rally, like $2 and it backed off. $2 back up. Happened three times. And then November came around and we had the big one. And that's why we got up to a decent rel- relative value again. So what I'm saying to you now is we're not quite there. Let me put up the picture. All right. We're not quite at the point where you expect to have follow through. In this market, if it starts to rally short-term trading, we are at the point where the dumbest money—and I say they're not dumb; they're just—they're just, they're just shallow pocketing—I'm the dumbest money, right? Starts to pile in on the short side. So, to go back, so if you look at this here, it's like, see how you have shorts getting in forty-two thousand eight hundred? They add twenty-three hundred. That's shorts getting in right and now you see that's that's that means the market is going to go down because shorts hit the bid. forget the commercials for crying out loud please forget the commercials it's a great sales pitch what doesn't matter on this at least for the most part but i want you to know that it's not done until the longs on the non-commercial side stop selling and start buying dips and they're not buying dips yet these guys are buying dips, the long commercials. That's good, but it doesn't mean much. We're getting to a point now on my radar, on my my, my trading radar, that um, if the EFP starts to flip again, if you see spot market go over futures, then get ready for the rally. And if it happens in November, get ready for the monster rally. Monster rally, monster box, monster silver. That's it. Keep your powder dry. Here's the notes on that. This is what I, last year in May, this is what i said silver ctas are too long do not buy september silver is getting ready september 22nd silver short covering is coming and then it just started to happen if i have that chart here yeah here we go so here we go uh may people are like should we buy the dip i'm like no we'll buy the dip right so here's your first spike higher i think craig henke was talking about these sort of things first spike higher second spike higher Third spike higher, we're off to the races. The third spike was during buy season. So these were short covering rallies that got stomped on. Uh, And this was a short covering rally that ended up being a true investment demand before this sell-off and then a resumption. So that's it. I'll see this little little picture here. I'm going to show this to you. I left this up here as a memorial. Remember, when the market made those highs, that night, February 2nd, 4.59 a.m., JP Morgan downgraded the whole mining sector in Europe. Shockingly, out of nowhere, the price of silver went back down. Now, why are they manipulating the price of silver lower? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why they're manipulating the price of silver lower. Because they have real customers that are buying it and they want to buy it as low as possible. So they're keeping the price lower. It's not just for them. It's for their customers. And one of their customers is China. China is hoarding silver. That's it. That's simple. Uh, Next thing. Bricks is this week, I'm not going to talk too much about it, but I'm going to give Chris like 45 minutes on it, describing, oh, what's going to happen with the BRICS event? One of three things can happen. I'm going to give you all three of those things. Um, Not now, I'm going to give you in the recording. Uh, It's just too long to get into here. How the BRICS love affair with commodities and precious metals uh, started, started in 2017, I'll give you the the data on that, uh, how it progressed, why the U.S. is not trusted anymore, why China is being trusted, and it's the whole story and uh, the timeline without being boring, hopefully. And then the BRICS um, uh, using their trades between Russia and China as a template for what they're going to do next, which will be either a coin. It's not going to be a coin. If it is, if it is, I'll be shocked. Right, uh, uh, an accounting ledger that uses gold and eventually silver and bonds and other things that are permanent in nature so they can use for for sleeving credit uh, as, a, as an accounting tool using blockchain and precious metals. Uh, oh, that's a second way. Or the third way is doing nothing and just settling in currencies or using a basket of commodities with currencies, which is very difficult. And they may be able to do that in the long run, but not in the short run. All right, I'm Vince. Uh, I'm going to give that piece to uh, to Chris. Uh, keep the faith. Uh, we are in sell season now. So if you're a speculator or you're watching price, if you're not buying or you're not selling, you don't care, just watch what I'm telling you and watch the market and say, oh, it's down. I'm not surprised. That's what Vince said. Or the EFP flips. I tell you, the market goes up. So the market's up. I, the point is, There's a story out there that no one's telling you. And we're telling you that story. Whether you act on it or not is up to you. But this is the truth. Have a great day.